Thank you for tuning in to The Limitless Experience with Eric. Episode 12 titled He Always Wins is a Paz episode. And I never for one second thought that Paz was actually behind the trigger that killed Ghost. So eliminating her really didn't make a difference into who I think shot him. But there were some things in this episode that I needed to see to try to help put this puzzle together before it's actually put together with the last three episodes. Now, just like the Still About Dre episode, this episode is, of course, from her perspective. So a couple of things that happened throughout the season happened again, just from her perspective. One thing I do know about Paz is, or I did see about her, is she is OD dramatic. She is the most dramatic character in the show. She takes things way too far. She's way too emotional. And it's only fitting that the show opened with her on some OD dramatic shit, and it ended with her on some OD dramatic shit. We still don't know who shot Ghost, but we do know that Ghost didn't shoot Angela. I don't understand why Paz can't figure it out. Ghost had no reason to. There was nothing for him to benefit from with Angela being dead. She was not going to tell on him. I do not believe she was going to tell on him at all. Not understanding why Paz can't get that through her head. Like, she's still going after Ghost as if he did it. So this episode begins with Paz frantically running through an emergency room or an intensive care unit, which... You know, obviously, we've all been in hospitals before. When has an emergency room or an intensive care unit ever been empty? But as I said, this is from her perspective. So the only thing she probably wanted to see was James St. Patrick. And, of course, she sees him. He's covered in blood, telling her it's too late. It's over. She's gone. And then she does what she does and goes crazy and starts hitting on him like he actually did it. Who kills somebody or shoots somebody and then shows up to the hospital with them? I don't think we ever knew what Paz did for a living. And as far as her son, Junior, goes, where's his father, her baby daddy? Is it possible that Paz was actually jealous of Angela because Angela had a great job and also had a man in her life that loved her? And she is in an apartment with her son and ailing father who's been sick since season one, which is beyond me because homie been sick since season one. He don't know who the hell Angela is. He don't know who the hell Paz is. But one thing he do know is that James St. Patrick is a piece of shit. G-T-F-O-H. He need to take his ass to sleep for good. While Angela was alive, she was supporting Junior, helping him get through college, right? So now that she's deceased, those funds that were being used to support him that they were going to receive from her pension may be compromised because of her involvement with Ghost and his organization. My thing is this. Did she not have a checking account? She dressed fly, but she wasn't dressing Tasha fly, and she didn't have any kids. So where is everybody's money at? It seems like everybody in this show was hard up for cash and didn't have anything in savings. Angela knew she had a job. She knew that job was dangerous. She also knows that she got a sick father, a nephew that's in college, and a sister that's struggling making ends meet. How come none of those three people were listed as a beneficiary on any of her accounts? doesn't make any sense. She could have had them as a POD. That's payable on death. She could have had an account set up that way, but no. She got Paz and Junior doing stupid shit. And how does Paz know where everybody lives? She rolled up on Tasha, Tommy, and Sax. And it don't matter what Tasha and James was going through. Paz got no reason coming at Tasha the way she did. If I was Tasha, I'd have knocked her block off when she said that Ghost is the reason that Raina is dead. Especially when her sister knowingly damaged that marriage. Now, to my shock, Paz was revealed to be the person that was in the car watching Ghost as he returned to his hotel room. But these broad daylight assassination attempts, as I said before, have got to stop. 
Nobody in this show that was important to the show, like a main character, has ever been shot or killed in broad daylight. Like, not for a moment. Like I said, not for a moment did I think Paz was going to jump out of her car and run up on James in New York in broad day and kill him. In six seasons of Power, no major character has been killed in broad daylight. Attempts were made multiple times, but none of them were executed. Paz might be crazy, but she ain't run up on James St. Patrick in broad day and clap him crazy. Of course, the loud ambulance drives by and somehow that scares her. She jumps back in the car and now she visits Saks. Once again, how she got Saks' address, who knows? And if she knows where he lives, she has to know that Saks does not like ghosts one bit whatsoever. Knowing that, having Saks confirm that James St. Patrick, in fact, was not the person that killed his sister, that should have changed her mind about the situation. What does Saks get out of clearing James's name when it comes to who killed Angela? The answer is nothing. Saks's words aren't enough, so she goes over his head, pretty much, and goes to Warner and asks for his help. And now she convinces him to dig up Angela's body just to get the cell phone out of the casket. Nothing comes of that because the sim is damaged. And still, Jacob Warner is catering to this woman's every request and now gets her wired up, which of course is also costing the state money. Gets her wired up to send her in there nervously to try to find out what happened to her sister and to try to get James indicted on other charges. And of course, her OD dramatic ass botched that because as I said on my Instagram page, Limitless underscore E, Omari Harik is very good at putting you in his shoes and making you feel his emotion through his face. And the moment he licked his lips and gathered his thoughts, in my opinion, is exactly when he caught on to the fact that she was wearing a wire. And everything he said after that point was exactly what he wanted Warner and whoever else was listening on the wiretap to hear. Ghost is not going to indict itself. He's been too smooth the entire show to ever slip up like that. And after James didn't give Paz or Warner what she wanted, she had the perfect opportunity to take him out right there, and she chose not to. She had the gun right in her purse. She could have did it. It don't matter if she was wired up. She was going to get caught either way. If she wanted to take him out right there when she was watching him go to his hotel room, she was going to get caught. She wanted to take James out. She could have done it right there. The gun was right in her purse. She really about that life. She would have done it right there. Either way, she was going to get caught. Why didn't she do it there? Because like I said, Paz is not about that life, and she was never going to take James out. She was never a suspect in my mind. So now that they wasted all the state's money and came up with nothing, Judge Tapper shuts down the entire situation, and Paz goes back to Tasha. And they have a heart-to-heart, -heart, and just like she should have, Paz apologized for talking crazy out her mouth to Tasha. Of course, Tasha cool. She a OG. She like, don't even sweat it. What I do want you to know is, Ghost never loses. He always wins. You should quit while you're ahead. You don't got kids by this man. You don't got nothing to worry about. I'm sorry that Angela passed, but let's just stop. You should stop while you're ahead. But that's not enough for this loco mommy. She won't stop. Now, somehow, she gets Tommy's address. She goes to Tommy, and she's begging Tommy, who she thinks is besties with James St. Patrick, to kill him. It makes no sense. Hey, pause. what happened when you said to James? Can I ever catch you near my sister again? Mira, he got very near your sister multiple times, and she liked it. You still ain't going to kill him. Now, if you're under the impression that James and Tommy are still besties, and you've already heard it from Jacob Warner, Cooper Sachs, and Blanca Rodriguez that James did not kill Angela, at what point are you going to ask his best friend, Tommy, 
who did it instead of demanding that Tommy kill goes for you. James told you he didn't do it and he told you he doesn't know who did it. Everybody else is telling you that James did not do it. If you think they besties, go ask Tommy who did it. She goes through all the extra nonsense, even gets wired up, only to botch the entire situation when in fact she could have just asked his bestie, Tommy, who did it. But no, she has a one-track mind and that mind is telling her that Ghost is the one that did it. And I guess bad decisions running about Dad's family. After not getting what she wanted from anybody, she goes home and puts the loaded gun on the nightstand. And who's going to find that loaded gun, of course? Her idiot son, who's also not about that life, Junior. Now, he already told her that he wanted to do it or he can pay somebody to do it. So you already know where his mind is at. And you still come home, leave the gun on the nightstand, and go to sleep. She initially got the gun from under her bed, right? Why not put it back there? Nope, I'll just come home and cry, put this gun right on the nightstand, load a gun, and go right to sleep. What's the worst that can happen? Now, of course, Cornball Jr. gets the gun and tries to go handle business that he know he not about to handle. He can't even get that old-ass man to take his pills, but you about to go stand in front of James St. Patrick and pull the trigger? Not in this lifetime, buddy. Now, this dude took the loaded gun, but didn't take the car to drive there. I guess he either walked or took the train to Club Troop, which don't add up. If you're really going to do some damage, what you going to do, jump back on the train? You might want to hop in a car. But that gave Pies just enough time to drive to him and take the gun from him. And instead of putting Junior in the car and going home and having a talk with him on your way home, you decide to send him home by himself and then go in the Club Troop and do what you've been doing the entire episode. Hyping yourself up to do something that you know you're not going to do. She goes in the club truth, pulls the gun out around a, mother, around a crowd full of people, and then re- <laughs> reconsiders. Who would have thought? More to come after the break. I want to thank everybody for listening to my podcast since day one from episode one of Power. As I said before, Power is not the only thing I'm covering. So once Power ends, I will have other podcasts about experiences in my life as well as current events. Hence the Limitless Experience with Eric. I want to thank everybody who from this podcast found me on Instagram. And if from my Instagram you found this podcast, thank you for tuning in and listening. If you can, tell your friends about it. Tell your family about it if you enjoy it. And if you haven't already, please go right ahead and hit that subscribe button so you know the moment I release a new podcast. And also, you can find me on Instagram at Limitless underscore E. That's Limitless underscore E on Instagram. Thank you for the support. Next morning on the news, the report, as well as the report in the Dre episode, did say that James St. Patrick was shot and killed. And for me, I don't know, for some reason, I just still can't believe that he's dead. But this episode kind of made it a little bit more believable since the inheritance money was given out to the beneficiaries. Now, one thing I was shocked to see in this episode is the fact that Tasha actually ratted and told Paz that it was Tommy that killed Angela but this is from Paz's perspective so I would like to see the Tasha episode and to see if from Tasha's perspective if she actually did in fact say Tommy was the one that killed Angela Tasha normally never cracks under pressure so I don't know why she would say that Tommy actually did it 
Um, I also don't believe that Tommy threatened to call the cops on Paz. So a lot of these things that happened in this episode didn't seem like the characters themselves, but this was from Paz's perspective. So when the Tommy episode happens and Paz runs up on him and Tommy escorts her out the door and says, you got to leave before I call the cops, I want to know if that actually happened from Tommy's perspective. And then when they go and collect the inheritance money, I want to know if from Tasha's perspective, she actually says it was Tommy that killed Angela. Now, overall, unfortunately, this pause episode was not that entertaining to me. I really didn't give a damn for it. They could have eliminated Paz's point of view because who the hell cares and put certain pieces of this puzzle in a different episode. Um, I would definitely like to see Tasha's point of view. And we did not see Tariq this episode. I want to see what's going on with Tariq. I know that's in the episodes to come. But overall, I could have done without this episode. So that's just my opinion. As far as the ain't no way for this episode, I pretty much been saying it the entire episode. Ain't no way that Paz Valdez was the one that shot Ghost. And ain't no way Junior Valdez was the one that shot Ghost. It ain't happening. Neither one of them would have done it. Neither one of them got the heart to do it. They're both cowards. Ain't no way that's happening. Now, as far as predictions for these upcoming three episodes, we haven't seen a Tommy episode yet. As I said in the beginning, we open with some dramatic shit from Paz and we close with some dramatic shit from Paz. Tommy did buy a house that he was supposed to share with Keisha. I believe he packed up and he's now living in his new house. I believe he saw a ghost shot and I don't believe he's the one that did it. But after he saw a ghost shot, he had to get the hell up out of Dodge because when Paz initially came into his house, he wasn't packed at all. This was about 24 hours from the time she visited him to the time Ghost was shot. He wasn't packed. Now, all of a sudden, he's packed up and completely gone. I believe he packed his shit and he bounced because he knew it was only a matter of time before Paz found out it was him. And Tommy may finally be ready to leave this life alone, especially after seeing what happened to his big homie Ghost. Also, Spanky got to pay for that shit that he did. So maybe Tommy got the hell out of Dodge after he killed Spanky because he definitely going to be the one to kill Spanky. Spanky is still a rat. I know we didn't. We only seen him for a few seconds this episode, but they showed him for a reason for that five seconds. They wanted to remind us that he is a rat. Maybe Tommy clapped Spanky and then took off. Now, as far as who actually did shoot James St. Patrick, we already know that it wasn't Paz. It's definitely not Dre. And if the timeline sync up correctly, then it can't be Tate either because right after Tate gave Dre the $100,000, Dre went on his way to Club Truth to kill Ghost, right? And once Dre got there, he already heard the gunshot. So I don't think that Tate beat him there. Now, after he got back into his car after hearing the gunshot and punching the shit out of Blanca Rodriguez, he stopped at the light, looked over to his left, and he saw Tommy. Now, I don't know how much space or how much distance is between Club Truth and that traffic light, but kind of sort of eliminates Tommy also. So that only leaves about three people left. Tasha, Sax, and Tariq. I don't, I have a hard time believing that Tasha would shoot her own husband, but as they say, there's no fury like a woman scorned. Tasha also did mention that if James was to die, her and her kids would get that insurance money. 
she did literally go from the penthouse to the outhouse. She's living in a small apartment, eating Chinese food for dinner. She has a huge, huge motive. Um, she's very materialistic. She would definitely love to get her hands on that money so she can live lavishly again. So I can't put it past her 100%. Now, Saks, on the other hand, his entire career is over, which means his life is pretty much going downhill from here. He definitely also has a huge motive. He has been drinking. That might have gave him some liquid courage to go ahead and take out James St. Patrick. I wouldn't put it past him either. When they showed the seven characters walking towards Club Truth, Tariq wasn't one of them. Tariq looked like he was completely in a different setting. So it narrows it down, in my opinion, to either Tasha or Sax. There's no fury like a woman scorned. I'm going to have to go strongly with, I believe, Tasha's the one that did it. And of course, Tasha's not going to respond to Paz when she asked her if she was the one that shot Ghost. But there's still a slight chance that it may have actually been Cooper Sacks. Courtney Kemp and the Riders of Power are doing an excellent job at keeping everybody in suspense and on the edge of their seats. Part of me still doesn't want to believe that James St. Patrick is actually dead. Yes, I know the beneficiaries got the inheritance money. Yes, I know the news report said that he was shot and killed. But part of me still doesn't want to believe it. Speaking of beneficiaries receiving their inheritance money, why on earth did Jane St. Patrick leave anything to pause? I wouldn't have left her a dime. I'd have left her a fucking coupon for IHOP or some shit. Like, you're not getting nothing from me. You're going to tell me if I come near your sister, you're going to kill me with your bare hands. Like, I loved your sister. I felt like we was made for each other. And all you telling her to do is leave me alone. You trash for that. You get nothing. But that just goes to show how much Ghost really loves Angela because he knows Angela has a sick father and he knows that Paz is trying to put homeboy through college. And people got the nerve to say James is selfish and all he thinks about is himself. What y'all think now? If I haven't made it crystal clear, I am team Ghost. I want homie to live. And if he got to go out, I want him to go out in a blaze of glory. I don't want him to go out because somebody snuck up on him and popped him before he got a chance to fight back. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you guys for listening. I'll see you next week. Peace out. Spread love. If you would like to, you can contact the podcast at limitlessepod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Peace out.